and we're back. Welcome to the Do We Think podcast. Oh my God, I didn't say this last week. A podcast amongst friends where we I talk know. about the blind items of the week. Some gossip. You hear my dog tippy tapping, running, running. Um, and uh, we just have a lot to talk about this week, so we're just going to jump right into it. Emily, how the heck are you? I'm doing really great. Curious, was that little like song that you sang the new intro song? I think it is. It's like I like it a lot. I didn't expect it. It was very. Um, it's, it's Jonas Brothers inspired from last week. Remember? I don't remember. No, well, that's remind you. me. <laughs> remind when I said me. the Jonas Brothers had, I think from the beginning of the bounce video, they had the ba da ba ba da ba. Yeah. Actually, let me search that really quick. If I recall, I was distracted during that segment of the podcast because I was cooking carrots. Wait, was that on the podcast? I don't actually know. Hold on one second. Sometimes I feel like I'm just a tad too giggly on the No, boo-boo-doo-ba is from something totally else with the Jonas Brothers, but I don't remember what it was. All right. Sorry. Well, now that OG we've fans that word, will know. I'm not an OG fan, so. All right. First of all, this week, we want to do some reality TV recaps. So first of all, we want to talk about the most recent installment of The Bachelorette. Nope. Nope. No, that's not what we're talking about. Well, we are, but not yet. We're talking about the most recent installment of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. My favorite moment was when Erica, when Crystal said to Erica, you don't seem angry enough. And Erica was like, I don't seem angry enough. You don't know what I have done or what I will do. And then Andy said, what will you do? And she said, you'll just have to wait and see. And my pearls were clutched. Ooh, I was shook. Yeah, well, she, at that moment, she was like, shit, I better be angry. I better prove yeah. my anger. And I uh, think she's been angry the whole time. I just think. It, yeah, but it feels like it's like, yeah, she just is angry. I feel like she's just kind of an angry person in general. I feel like this season, there was some times where I think that she should have had a little bit more, regardless of what was going on, like a little bit of restraint. I wonder if she's, like, not allowed to say, like, neither here nor there about the victims. Like, I don't know if she's allowed to say she's sorry about it. Cause then I that mean, makes her yeah. Because com- then that makes her look complicit. Yeah, or if it's, like, if she feels bad, then they're going to be like, oh, so you feel bad. So it must be true. Yeah. So you're so, guilty. Yeah, so I think that it, that is the facts. Like, I definitely think she's in, like, literally an impossible place. But I do true. feel like maybe, like, her actions could have been better. Like, the way she communicated with people could have been better. And they're all right. Her Instagram is tone deaf. It's totally tone deaf. And if, like, I was on a television show, had contracts, like, was involved with this person that's in in a huge lawsuit, not her, but her husband, like, all this shit, I would be a little nervous, too. I would be like, hey, like, shit gonna be cool? Like, what's gonna happen? You know? Like, I think it's fine. And, like, regardless like if it doesn't matter like they were going to be fine anyway whatever it's a little over the top like who even cares but erica cares because she feels like it's a huge you know betrayal um and like it really hit me in the heart when she said it doesn't matter what tom says because he's incompetent like imagine like wanting answers from someone and they're just like mentally not there like that's crazy yeah that's true and like it's hard because like some people are like you know, like, 
is he really incompetent? I I think he is. I I do. Like I think that he's like he's in a home. Like I feel like when people like go through dementia, it's like not good. It's not a good no. situation at all. And, and the decline can be quick. Yeah. So I think that, that is something that we have to like take take for take take what was I say? Take for account. Take account of. Yeah. Take into account. Thank you. Take into account. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's past my bedtime. So, and it's eight twenty-five. So, if I start to sound a little um, out of it, that's probably why. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I stand by that. I think Erica. There was like she felt like something weird was going on, but I don't think she knew what it was about at all. I don't think that she knew it was financial. I don't think that she knew anything. I feel like she might have turned a little bit of a blind eye. Like, there might have been a little bit of, like, some extra funds here and there. And she might have been like, oh, where's that coming from? But, like, didn't want to think. Like, didn't really. Like, yeah. you're not going to think that it's sinister. Well, she was she like, have- he's, he's in charge of my finances. He's been in charge of my finances for 20 years. He takes care of everything. They probably have, like, a financial advisor. They probably have, like, people. When you have that much money, you have, like, a financial advisor. People don't just My have parents have a financial advisor. Yeah. Like, people They're not like- even close to that level. Chris, Chris Lemon has one. Like, like people, people have financial advisors and just to help with assets, just to manage your money, just to know yeah. like what to do, how to invest, like take care of your money, keep it in a safe place. There's so many things. Cause obviously money just shouldn't be sitting in your savings account. Like it's, then it's just, you're paying interest and all this stuff. So that to me is a whole other story. That's like a whole other realm of this. So yeah. I totally can see her thinking that everything was under control financially and having no idea what's going on because this man's been in control of it. Totally makes yeah. sense. To me. Like that's not crazy to me at all. My only okay. thing is like, I think that she, I think that she, I very much disagree with the way that she treated Sutton this season. Like mm-hmm. the way that she and threatened her and those actions to me were just really over the top. And I, I think that's just how she acts when she's insecure. Yeah, that definitely could be it. Because it was just sometimes I was like, come on. Like, we know you're going through shit, but like. Like, I think she doesn't feel like she can show her anger about Tom, but she can show her anger about Sutton. So I feel like it like, Mm -hmm. it kind of, not saying it's right. But I feel like that did her a disservice. Because at the end of the day, it made it look like she wasn't mad. She was just mad at Sutton. And that she was just playing the victim. So it didn't help her, you know? True, 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 true. how the viewers like felt towards her yeah no that makes sense um any other oh i love that the hilton sisters are back together when they said that they think that they'll have a time when kim kathy and kyle will be on together that filled my heart with glee that would be quite a sight to see iconic iconic um, can you please, while I get my computer charger, kick off our Bachelor recap? Okay, so I have to be honest with you, I fell asleep <laughs> after Jamie's date. So I can do the intro of, like, honestly, which <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, so let's see. The date started out, we had a... We have a group date. <laughs> I'm butchering this. <laughs> I can't remember. What is wrong with me? Um, wait, let me try. We did have a group date. They played basketball. Basketball, yes. They, it was a basketball date. 
Joe and her, you know, Joe won like the some like MVP award, like of his hometown. Like he's incredible. Basically, he's freaking amazing at basketball. Like he was best in Minnesota. Um, I learned something new about myself. I am a sucker for light brown eyes. Light brown eyes are nice. Yeah. Light brown eyes are nice. Um, And Joe, he is, you know, nice on the eyes, I'm going to say. Yeah. He's, he's quite a good-looking guy. I'm not um, usually attracted to people that are bald. Is he bald, though? I think he just has a shaved head. Well, same difference to me. Okay. I'm usually not attracted to people that I can see that much of their scalp. Well... You're here first, folks. Um, so they have a basketball date. Well, a group group basketball date. You've got the red team. You've got the blue team. And basically everyone knows, like, Joe is super good at basketball. And then, oh, so then Joe, like, while they're, like, before, like, the actual game starts, Joe and Michelle are just playing some one-on-one. Like, yeah. amidst her date. Like, it was very much like Joe and Michelle. Like, yeah, Michelle, she wanted to play one-on-one with Joe, and I feel like that's the only thing she really cared about on that date, and I have yeah. to say, like, watching them play basketball together definitely got me, like, like butterflies. I really ah. thought they were cute, and I don't know, I really, I don't know, I, I really like them. Of course, I do feel this, like, little pit of kind of uncertainty with Joe because of the whole, like, ghosting thing. Um to Not be fair, that. later in the episode, she said that he ghosted her after two messages. So to me, is that really considered ghosting if you t- exchange two messages? Depends on what those messages were. Like, what were those messages? What, what could have those two messages have been that she felt ghosted? Like, hey, you're a great This is my life story. Hey, this is my life story. <laughs> it was just as simple as like, oh my God, you're from Minnesota. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota. You play great basketball. Thanks. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Or maybe she was like, we should hang out sometime. And then that, he, like, never said it. Oh, that does hurt. Though that does that does hurt. Like, if she literally was like, we should grab coffee sometimes. And he never responded. Yeah. That would make me be pissed. Like, oh, I invited you to hang out and you said nothing. That's yeah. the That is one thing. Anyway, so they – so then the, the guys play basketball against each other. And Joe's team loses, unfortunately. But, of course, like, all of a sudden, like, MVP of the losing team gets to join on the date, which clearly was a producer thing. Like, clearly, yeah. they, like, they saw that Joe and Michelle had sparks. They were like, we need to have them have more screen time, which yeah. they did. Um, and, you know, they had, like, their one-on-one time during that portion of the date. And then she also kissed Rick? Who- yes. Yes. Rick gives me psychopath energy. No, Rick reminds me of someone or something. I don't know what it is, but his eyelashes are so thick. Mm. Thick? There I look, all I look at is, is his thick eyelashes whenever he's, like, talking. When they were kissing, I was like, my God, they're stunning. Um, <laughs> there's something about him that is off. No, totally. From the minute his head was sitting on that bed of lettuce... I knew something was off. <laughs> like something also kind of endearing to me. Like I don't know. I like a funny guy. He reminds like- me a little bit of Connor B. Okay, can see that. He was really trying to sell us the silliness in the first episode. He's like, I like I'm a silly guy, and I like silly girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> like good to know. Like you like silliness. 
Um, it's that's like same. The, like, I feel like if somebody doesn't like a little silliness in their life, that's a red flag. And if anyone here is a Friends fan, and you remember when Ross was like, what's life without silliness? <laughs> like, it's so cute. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he's a little weird. Surprised about that whole kiss. Surprised about all of that. Then there was the other guy on the date who was trying to put in the smooth... What was that guy's name? Nate? Oh, I'm I'm thinking of the fifth grader. I'm thinking of the pizza date. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know, like she didn't kiss the fifth grader, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm thinking of the second group date that was... We're trying to get through this, but Emily just can't stop thinking about the fifth grader. <laughs> God. Um... Anyway, that's that's later on. Forget what I said. Anyway, Jesse, take it, take it from here. <laughs> then they had that school date. It wasn't really like I'm trying not to make this too long winded, but like I did. <laughs> like you did. <laughs> but uh, but she also, I think it was actually earlier in the episode. She had the school date, and the boys had to do like stuff on the whiteboards and answer questions. And there oh was God. this amazing little girl I think her name was like Mia and Peter tried to whisper something to Michelle and she said leave her alone and it was iconic I thought those kids were so annoying really (laughs) I I, I like them they were like too over the top I was like chill out why are you so mad like they were so mad at everyone um but anyway the starring douchebag of that date was Peter yeah it was just annoying and just like a nudge yeah, and he just, like, kept talking about pizza and, like, just, like, yeah. He just, like, I don't even want to talk about him. He was just so annoying. And he reminds me of someone, but I don't know who, and he just makes, he grinds my gears. Yeah. And then one of the guys was, like, you know, called him a narcissist. Like, the thing was, what's a narcissist? Spell narcissist, and the guy wrote Peter's name. Yes. Which, like, geez. shots fired. Shots fired and kind of like, okay. Like, immature. Um, yeah. But, but like, maybe, so maybe correct. <laughs> yeah, like, it felt right. Like, it felt good. But I was like, mm. like, if I was Michelle, I'd be turned off by both of them for their petty annoyingness. Agree. And then we get to, you know, some things happen. Jamie has his one-on-one date. Um, it goes, like, pretty well. He talks about how his mom committed suicide. This is very sad. Michelle empathizes. They have some bonding over this moment. I'm not trying to gloss over it, but like then again, I am because I want to move on to more important things. Yeah. But like, so that happens. And like at this point, I'm like, okay, I rock with Jamie. Like it's fine. And then there was some emotional connection there. I do want to say like he there was like this emotional connection when she yeah yeah like he she felt a lot of emotions. But then on the group date, Jamie pulls like five different men aside at once and he's like, guys, isn't it weird how like close her and Joe are? And they're like, nah, man, it's not that weird. I'm not really reading into it. Like my time is my time. His time is his time. And like, it's fine, you know? And he's like, no, but like, think about it. And they're like, and I'm not really thinking about it. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I heard when I was at home, that Michelle, I was like, my friend was at a restaurant with his girlfriend and Michelle walked by and his girlfriend said, that's Michelle, she's gonna be the bachelorette and she's dating a light-skinned bald guy. And then, 
Yeah, so that's what she, that's what they said. And then, but then, but then Jamie was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And the other guys were like, "I don't think she'd come on the show if she was dating someone." So all the other guys were pretty like, "Hey, like I don't really think that's that much of a problem. Like I don't think we need to address it." Jamie yeah. tells tells Michelle and is like, "So." This might sound ridiculous, and like I'm not worried whatsoever. I don't question your integrity, but some of the guys heard a rumor that you are dating a light skinned bald guy at home, and that sounded a lot like Joe. And da 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 da. And she's all like, "What? The house is questioning my character." And he's like, mm-hmm. "I mean, yeah, but not me." When he's literally the only one that was concerned. Literally, the- ugh, gross. It's so annoying. And so then, like, she um goes to the house and is like really upset and she's like well the whole house thought it why is everyone silent and like no one says anything and then they leave and then one of the guys is like uh am i the only one who doesn't know what the fuck is going on because first of all jamie only pulled like five guys and told them this story but like she literally said the light-skinned bald guy story and then so i'm like the guys who heard the story from joe from sorry jamie should know that jamie's the one that tattled because yeah. he's the one who had the story, but whatever. And uh, and they're all like, well, the guy who t- had all those obviously like insecure and Jamie's like, I'm not insecure. I just wanted to get the truth. And so now I hate Jamie. Yeah, definitely a fall from grace. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm really excited for what the season has to offer. Right? It's pretty good. Um. I do feel like a little bit of like bachelor, bachelorette fatigue. burnout. Yeah, it's just too much of a good thing. Like this, like the joy, the excitement is like kind of lost on me. I'm like a little bit more annoyed. Like I love Michelle, but like just like the we, drama and the antics we've seen it all before. But also like the like the outline of the show. You have your two group dates, and then you have the drama, that the fight, and then you have your one-on-one. There's the emotional story, and then there's this, and then somebody's not telling the truth, or she has to, like, go to the men. It's, like, the same pattern, and so it's become, like, it already was, like, predictable. At this point, it's almost, like, unbearingly predictable for me, where I was, mm-hmm. like, give me something new. Really happy to see, like, a sports date, and, like, the two dates are unique. It wasn't, like, the guys are wrestling, you know? Or the yeah. guys, you know, like, at least, like, they had that going for them. Um, but, yeah, I just, I love Michelle, and it bums me out that I'm, like, exhausted from Bachelor. Well, I think we've just had, like, usually you have, like, it's three times a year, and then there's a couple months in between. It's just been, like, bam, 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 bam this yeah, year. Yeah, like, we need, like, a break where there's one week where there's nothing. Yeah. No, it's, mm-hmm. like, too much. And then I also feel like I wish Michelle's season was like I wish Katie's season didn't happen and that we waited and got Michelle's I, I feel think like that we're the best. and I also just feel like we're losing the integrity of the show like I feel like the couples last less if they're all after the fame like the, the integrity is just kind of gone yeah social media taking everything down I'm telling you all right the next thing we want to talk about is Yolanda Hadid has basically so Emily, as far as I understand it, the way you told it to me was a little different than I read it. I read that basically a source said that um, Yolanda says, or a source says that Zayn struck Yolanda, da 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 da, during like a disagreement or something or other. But people think that the source is Yolanda. Is this what you heard? 
Yeah. So pretty much, like, who else would leak this story to the press? Yolanda. I mean, who else? Like, why else? Who else? Also, like, so this happened when, like, Gigi was during away during Fashion Week. So apparently, like, Yolanda went to, like, their apartment where Zayn was, like, unannounced and, like, came in. Yes. Um, and that is um, how much we know. Like, there was a disagreement. Like, Zayn acknowledged that in his Twitter response. Yes. So we know that there was a disagreement. He is saying he did not put his hands on her. Like, he did not physically, you know, hit her, attack her, anything of the sort. Um, so this is, like, all that we know. Like, G- Gigi hasn't said anything. Um, this is This is all we know thus far. I have a theory. Give us the theory. Okay. It is accompanied by two blind items. Uh, yes. Okay. So one... Last week, right? No. Oh. So there is one Dumois posted, like, a week ago that was, like, saying that a singer and a model had broken up. I do believe they're broken up. Secondly, there is a blind item to accompany my theory. Hold on. Blindgossip.com. Well, also, I'd like to say, i like to point out that as much as I enjoy Yolanda on Real Housewives, there's also plenty of evidence that shows me that she's not a great person. Like, she definitely has her negatives. Like, the time when she was, like, blatantly racist to that man who was working at Muhammad's house. Yeah. Or the time the body she... Her yeah, she literally, like, body shames her. There's, like, literally clips on YouTube, like, Yolanda Hadid body shaming Gigi Hadid for two minutes straight, like crazy and then like i think she leaked the picture the pictures of her granddaughter like really yes. doesn't have regard for privacy but anyway let me read be, she wants to be like chris jenner i think she wants to be chris jenner so bad all right here's this blind item let's talk about these two celebrities and their relationship she is a model who comes from a famous family her mother really pushed for all of her children to become famous one thing one thing she was especially insistent about was that they all date famous people. Why? She liked the idea that her children's fame and fortune could dub- could be doubled if they dated someone famous. And she loved the idea of them all doing a reality show together. She pushed one of her children into a relationship with a pop star. He was a rather troubled soul, but mother wasn't terribly concerned about that. Mom had her eyes on the prize. The couple drifted in and out of the relationship over several years. We don't know how many times they got together and broke up, which I believe. I think they've been, well, we know that they've been together and apart. Their relationship became a little more permanent when daughter fell pregnant by pop star. Not marriage permanent, child raising permanent. They had the baby, but that didn't really improve the relationship. They started fighting again. Mom tried to jump in the middle. That only made things worse. She is a meddler. She lectures him about everything, like he is some stupid kid and she is the boss in his relationship, which I can totally see. Oh, my God. She tries to lecture him about his health, about how he should propose, how he should treat her daughter, about a second child, about what kind of music he should make. She lectures him on his music career. Now, that is funny. Mom is no musician. There's more. She lectures them both on how they should raise the baby. Mom thinks she is a second mother to their baby. She even wanted to move in with the two of them and help raise the baby. They fought a lot about it. He's had it with mom. Daughter feels like she is caught in the middle. Perhaps daughter welcomed the help, but pop star did not. To him, mom was a very unwanted third wheel. And now, meddling mom may have permanently destroyed their relationship. They have separated, but mom is still interfering, so she's still a problem. Just a quick word about that. The couple was never married. Separated actually means they're taking some time apart. Sounds like another breakup is inevitable. Messy. 
my theory i totally believe this i think she is a meddling mess and monster i meant to say and i think if they are breaking up i think she's trying to set the stage for their family to get sole custody oh that's terrible that's what i think she could also be trying to paint their family as being like the victim in any situation just so they have a leg up which i am not saying by any means that like Yolanda Hadid wasn't attacked or wasn't hit or wasn't whatever. Because we don't know. We don't know. We like, don't know. We don't know. Like, she, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's never something to, like, joke about or, like, anything. Like, physical assault of any sort is terrible. Um, Just with this, there's just something about it that doesn't sit right. And the fact that Zayn would go on Twitter so quickly and so quickly make the Twitter about the safety of his daughter in privacy, because he is a private person. So, like, everything he said was very valid. Um, I did think it was interesting that he called Gigi, like, his partner. Um, So, I mean, I don't know what the situation is with them really. I think maybe things could be rocky. I don't know. I'm not confident enough to say they broke up. He said, he said, he said that. And then he also said like co-parent, which like you're in a relationship, you are co-parenting. So like that might not be anything either. But I was wondering if there would have been any signs because even I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if like they're still together or not, or like what's happened because Gigi left fashion week early. And so that was a little strange because like she has a really good reputation in the industry for working hard and like showing up for her jobs unlike Kendall Jenner um and (laughs) yeah so I don't know I guess we'll just have to see how this plays out like obviously like I just hope Gigi's okay and I hope you know I want their family to be okay and I just want everything to work out Zane doesn't seem to me again I what the fuck do I know but like he doesn't seem to me like a violent guy I think he's a drug addict but I don't think he's a violent guy yeah but I do have to say, hold on, we do have to call back to August of 2021 when there was a story. My phone's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a story that he narrowly avoided a like altercation physically in the street that he like got in a fight with someone. Yeah, but I think that that was like, you know, a freaking like you're invading my privacy. I have a kid type thing, wasn't it? Or no. My phone is frozen, which is fun because I need it for my next segment.
Sorry for the sounds of making you guys not sponsored, <laughs> but I'm I'm obsessed with these. It, it's all because of Chris's mom. They're called Good Day Chocolate, and they're like a little bit of melatonin. And there's like yes. there's there's such a tiny amount of melatonin in these. Like it tells you like how many take like one, like maybe enough. Two, you're feeling rested. Three, good night, and like four is out like a light. I just take one, and they make me feel nice and sleepy. But I take them like 30 minutes before I know I'm about to like rest my head. So, mm. I'm so well, sorry. I'm for trying chilling. to shut my I phone off. I would. Ah. Why won't it work? Why won't it work? Oh no! What happened? What the hell is going on here? I don't hear you, sugar. My phone. I don't hear you, sugar tits. Really, just hating. I just muted my mic. I didn't mute you. Did you mute me? I don't care who you are, where you're from. This is torturous. Oh, update. On Gigi and Zane, as of 5.15 p.m. today, Gigi and Zane are no longer together. Oh! It's been that way for a while. Sources familiar with... This is TMZ posted this. Oh! Sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ the split happened more than a month ago. And if TMZ is saying it, that's the the update from 5.15. So... I'm inclined to believe it's true. Girl, me freaking too. Dumois knew last week. Oh, I'm very concerned. Me too. I mean, I can totally, like, imagine her just, like, showing up and being, like, a fucking crazy person. I know. You made a really good point about the... Oh, my gosh. Now it's everywhere that they're broken up. Um, yeah. Let's just say the couple split amid reports of singer's alleged altercation with Yolanda. Yep. Wait, TG has a statement. There's so much that's happened. Oh my god. Tell me. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It said Gigi Hadid has addressed those disconcerting reports about Zayn Malik. As we covered... All that Gigi's rep said. Her rep said Gigi is solely focused on the best of on the best for her daughter. She asked for privacy during this time. Interesting. That's all her rep said. That's very interesting. I just feel that this could push Zane like over the edge. I agree. All right, we got to move on because we don't have anything more concrete to this story. Um, Dorit, tell us about Dorit, Emily. So, last night, 10.50 p.m., Dorit's laying in bed, and she is awoken by men standing at the end of her bed. A literal nightmare. A literal, literal nightmare. nightmare. Her husband, PK, isn't is in home. I think he's in London or away on business. Yes, he's um, in London. But both of their children were home in their bedrooms at the time of the incident. Um, it was reported like that they had guns. They but basically Dorit was begging them, like, please don't kill me. I'm a mother. Like, please, like, please, don't hurt like, my babies. Don't hurt my babies. Like, 
literally begging for her life. One of the guys. Which literally, like, that's exactly what she'd say. Don't hurt my baby. Yes, 100%. And, like, apparently one of the guys was, like, kill, said to kill her and they didn't. Um, and they stole what we know so far is, like, at least 100K worth of jewelry and handbags. So that's the situation. So, so, so sad. That is terrifying. Terrifying. That's a nightmare. Like, that's something that that changes your, your life forever. I you think of that. What was that? I'm trying to shut off my iPhone and saying emergency. <laughs> oh, don't call the police. <laughs> anyway, it's a nightmare. It really brought back memories of what happened to Kim Kardashian. No, it is calling. Um, it is calling 911 and I can't make it now stop. I'm muted. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if I should keep telling this story or not, but that's all I can say is that right now they're supposed to start filming real. Ha- they're supposed to start filming Real Housewives next week, so I'm sure this will play out on the show. This morning, Erica, Teddy, and Lisa were all seen arriving at Dorit's house. So, hope that was recording because that whole time I was on the phone with nine on one. Literal lunatic. <laughs> how crazy you are. It, I didn't hear any of it because you were muted. I was continuing to tell the story of the break-in. Literally, how? I literally said, don't call 911. And then, so what happened was, I was trying to, like, shut my phone off, but it did the, like, bloop, bloop, emergency Yeah, I thing. heard it, and I said, stop what you're doing. But then, it... Like, said it, like, just, like, wouldn't stop saying that it was an emergency. And then it called 911, but I couldn't press anything. It wasn't letting me press anything. And so a 911 called, and I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This is not an emergency. My phone is just frozen and called 911. And she said, what's your name? What's your address? They're sending a cop to my house just to have eyes on me to make sure everything's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But... But I was like, she's like, this happens all the time. It's okay. I'm sure this happens all the time. Honestly, like, when my dad is calling me, hold on. So I guess it sent to my emergency contacts that I was in an SOS situation. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's like, what happened? And then the weird thing was the other day we thought my mom was a missing person, but she wasn't actually. (laughs) (laughs) Because. My mom's friend got a call from my mom and she thought my mom was whispering, I need to talk to you, and then hung up. And so she got like scared and she like called my dad <laughs> because then my mom wasn't answering her calls. And then she got like scared. And when she was like, I went to the house, but no one's home. And we were like, oh my God, where is she? And like the dog was home and the crock pot was on. We were like, well, she wouldn't just leave. And then like at, her friend was like, I think you should call the police. And we were like, I don't know. Then it turns out she just butt dialed her and she was tutoring. Oh my gosh. Um, well, what I was gonna say was like I love that Apple has like implemented these safety, you know, tools on our phone. It's wonderful. But then like things like this happen when like your phone gets frozen or like your phone just does something weird and you can't prevent it. I mean, I feel like this must happen all the time. Or like a little kid gets their parents' phone and is like messing around with it. No, totally. I'm pretty sure that if you had just held this down, it should have just turned off. 
Or even just this. Hold on, I'm trying again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's just finish this podcast. I mean, I don't know what's happening. I mean, all I'm going to say, though, that this, this is a funny podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, this is one for the like, books. Like, it's a literal train wreck, and it's not your fault. <laughs> well, a little bit, but, like, <laughs> like... I literally can't do anything with my phone. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God, it's working. It's working. Okay. The, the hey, guys, my phone is working. Hey, guys. Phone is working. Okay, it's sharing my emergency mer- location to my contacts. I'm going to shut that off. <laughs> okay. All right. Everything's fine. Continuing on with the podcast. That was literally the worst experience of my life. Wow. So I heard on Dumois that Taylor Swift. That, click that thing on, Chris. Let's switch up there real quick. What? I'm going to have to edit this podcast heavily. Yeah, sorry, bitch. Just because of the parts where I was muted, I'll still keep the 911 part in. Please do, because that was the cherry on top. Okay. <laughs> this episode is going to be called 911, What's Your Emergency? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the announcement I got mid-podcast. Mid oh, so man. I heard Taylor Swift has blacked out several stadiums across the U.S. for summer 2020 or 2023 to go on a big tour and apparently, um, some people believe she is rushing through her re-releases because she's ready for the next era and it's almost finished with a brand new album, which I would love. I saw that on TikTok. All that stuff verbatim. Mm-hmm. And here's my feeling. Like, yes, girl, get this to her. But, like, I thought you were pregnant before. What happened? I'm, I'm <laughs> I am not, not sold. Down. I feel like she might have a secret child in marriage. I think that she should just settle down. But, like, who am I to tell anybody what to do? I just think that she's always go, go, go. But you know what? Some people thrive on a busy work life. And a oh, the police are here. Life. Hold on. All right, gotta go. <laughs> I'll be right back. I want to listen. Okay, hold on. You little nosy person. I want to listen. <laughs> I am a nosy noser and I like it. I had to just go out to the front and they were like, Are you Jess? And I was like, Yes. And then I was like holding Dexter back and he's like wiggling in my arms. She's like, why don't you lose your dog? I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. And I was like, yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. She's like, it's okay. Listen, it happened to the best of us. Lord yeah. knows I've been in an ambulance or two. With me. With you, with myself, with Chris, with everybody. <laughs> yep. She has an ambulance kink. Oh, yeah. 
911. <laughs> I'll tell you what my emergency is. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about <laughs> my quick little newsy news is um, Ariana Grande has submitted positions for Grammy consideration in Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Taylor Swift um, put in Willow for both of those things as well, but that's that's it. Um, the nominees for the 2021 American Music Awards have been released today. Oh, yes. Olivia Rodrigo led the pack with seven nominations. The, I'm not surprised. Yeah. The Weeknd followed with six. San Benito, don't know who that is. Doja Cat and Giveon are each earned five. Vote by searching AMAs on TikTok. The AMAs will air live Sunday, November 22nd. I don't know. I didn't want to go into... Yeah, it's weird that you have to vote on TikTok. Weird. That's so weird. Usually it was like vote on Twitter, like vote on the who.com. I guess everybody's on TikTok now, so take advantage of where the people are at. I like get sad when I think about like a day that like I won't enjoy TikTok anymore. Yeah, but you know what? I think back to Vine and I loved Vine. Like, yeah, I guess you just find something else. You just find something else, and like life goes on, and there's a sure. reason you don't you're not on it anymore. You don't want to be. All right, if you wanted to, you'd be on it. I have just. A, I'm not going to go through all of the nominations. I'm just going to go through some. Um. Okay, nominees for favorite pop song: "Butter" by BTS. Smooth like butter. Da, 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 da. Um, Kiss Me More, which I know you are a recent fan of. Yes, I am. Emily listened to Planet Her as per our I request. I did. I did. It was my homework, and I, I'm the kind of bitch that does her homework. And I went to the gym, put the album on, and let me tell you, I had a killer workout that day. I'm actually still sore from it and can't sit at all. or wobble when I walk. I'm so sore. So I'm thankful to Doja Cat for that. Hell Yeah. Um, levitating. Also, about levitating. I know, me too. It plays at work. But, um, uh, Dua Lipa did not enter levitating featuring the baby for Grammy consideration because, likely because, the Academy wouldn't want to have to choose between their love for Dua and their not wanting to support someone homophobic. Fair enough. So... There's that. But anyway, uh, top favorite pop song, Butter, Kiss Me More, Levitating, Driver's License, and Save Your Tears remix. Of those, what would you pick? I would pick Driver's License. Yes. That was the number one song of the year. And you can't tell me otherwise. Whenever I think of Driver's License, you want to know what I think of and you're going to laugh? What? I always think of... um, (laughs) uh, I always think of... I had not even heard the song yet, but you sent me a TikTok of Pete Davidson's face with the mouth moving, saying, I guess you didn't mean what you wrote in this song about me. And it's, I picture it every time I listen to the song. So thank you, Emily. Oh. Yes, of course. Um, those were great times. Yeah. Sorry, my phone's popping off and my volume on. It's Christine. She is talking about that held that gunpoint part. Yes. Um, 
Doesn't mean it happened, though. Okay, Christine. <laughs> oh, Christine, it is a police report. It 100% happened. We love you, Christine. You're our number one fan. I'm, so, I'm letting her know right now. I'm updating the queen. Yes. Tell her she's featured on the podcast right now. She'll be delighted. I love when she sends us her favorite quotes of the episode. I never get those. No, and she sent the message last week and was like, no, I'm on the loose. Da, da, da. It was just like a culmination of her oh, favorite quotes. She was saying that she was on the loose. <laughs> no, she's saying when you were like, I'm on the loose instead of I'm on the case. She was just, that whole text was just a bunch of quotes from the episode. Oh my God. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Christine's getting crazy tonight. She's drinking her wine. She's on the loose. The wine part, she was drinking wine. Okay, well. All right, album, favorite pop album, Positions, Future Nostalgia, Sour, Evermore, or Fuck Love. I don't know who Fuck Love is by. I don't, Funk Love? Fuck Love. (laughs) No, I thought his name was Funk Love. What are you talking about? It's an album name. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey what's up guys my name is funk love <laughs> i told you guys that if it's past 8 30 i'm useless but i'm trying my best funk love can you look up who fuck love is by huh can you look up the album fuck love please for me <laughs> just laughing at this typo that i said <laughs> I wrote, we love love. <laughs> we love you. You wrote, we love love. Instead of, we love you. <laughs> I hate my thumbs. Okay. Fuck love. Yeah. Ugh, why can I never type? Like, honestly. It's because I don't care. That's why. It's XXX Temptation. <gasps> Okay, I was muted. I'm back. This is a cursed content. If you're listening to this, your car may crash. Don't say. Please, please, everyone be safe when you're listening to this podcast because... Listen to this on your couch. Yeah. Listen to this with a helmet on. Helmet on, knee pads, shoulder pads, elbow pads. Wrist braces. Yes. Okay, so... I just knocked my dog over. (laughs) Um, favorite pop duo or group: AJR, BTS, Glass Animals, who I don't know, Maroon Five, or Silk Sonic. Definitely not Maroon Five. I'm so over Adam Levine. I can't stand. Oh, you too. Um, I don't know. Glass Animals. Who is that? I don't know, they have a couple good songs. Um, favorite pop female artist, Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, um, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift. Honestly, all really solid contenders. Yeah. Um, and then artist of the year, Ariana, BTS, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift and The Weeknd. I really just feel like this award season is Olivia Rodrigo's. Yeah, and I also feel like that's that should be Olivia Rodrigo's win. Yeah, I agree. It became a household name this year. Also, it is 
reported that the Kardashians' new show is going to premiere early 2022. I'm excited for that. I'm honestly excited to see what they have to offer us. And last but not least, we have some sad but um, important news. The Los Angeles man charged in connection with Mac Miller's fatal overdose has agreed to plead guilty and accept a 17-year prison sentence for supplying the rapper with fentanyl-laced pills shortly before his death. Yep. That is sad, but hopefully that can bring some closure to some people that this man is, that justice is being served, even though justice can never bring someone back or supplement for someone losing their life. Yeah, that's true. I am having such bad gas pains in my stomach. I think just all the stress of, like, the police has really, like, gotten to my system. Oh, Jesse, I'm sorry. We're laughing. It was, it was, don't worry. I'm, you know what? I'm telling you, that happens all the time. Like, how does you it know. not happen all the time? I just know No, it totally. Happens. It totally does. Yeah, don't even know. I don't feel stressed, but maybe my body felt stressed. I'm sure. You're, it's always, like, scary when, like, somebody knocks, even knocks on your door when you're home alone. You know, like, just, like, it's, it's like, nerve-wracking. So, totally makes sense to me that you would feel that way. Don't worry. Well, thanks for being along for this crazy ride, my sister. It was a pleasure. Oh, my God. I'm excited to go to sleep. She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> it sounded a little too, um, I don't even know. Cut that, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, until next time, we are leaving you on red. On red. Goodbye, beautiful human beings. Goodbye. Love you.